0: Science Journal for Kids and Teens Presents What Kinds of Foods Did Neanderthals Eat? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal PNAS, published on October 17, 2022. Research conducted by Clairvia Joen, Vanessa Vialba Moco, Pilar Utría, Lourdes Montes, Tina Ludica, and others from the Geosciences Environment Toulouse in France the Institute of Evolutionary Biology at the Consejo Superior de Investigaciones Científicas Universitat Pompeo Fabra in Spain, the Department of Sciences of Antiquity Prehistory at the University of Zaragoza in Spain, and the Emmy Noether Group for Hominid Meat Consumption at the Max Planck Institute for Chemistry in Germany. See the accompanying PDF for additional authors and their affiliations. Read by Miranda Wilson Abstract Have you ever wondered what people in the Stone Age had for dinner? Food back then was very different from today. People gathered wild foods and hunted animals to eat. Scientists want to know what people ate long ago because it helps explain how people survived in difficult conditions. In the Stone Age, Neanderthals and modern humans, our species, both lived in Europe. We don't know why Neanderthals went extinct and why modern humans survived. Learning about what Neanderthals ate can help us answer this question. We tested a new method where we measured isotope ratios in tooth enamel. We learned that meat was a big part of Neanderthals' diet. Introduction. Neanderthals are a species of archaic humans that disappeared about 40,000 years ago. They lived in what is now Europe and Northern Asia. Modern humans arrived in Europe 45,000 years ago. So for a time, both Neanderthals and humans lived in Europe. But why did modern humans survive, and why did Neanderthals disappear? One hypothesis is that they had a different diet than modern humans. When the foods they relied on became scarce, it got harder for Neanderthals to survive. To test this hypothesis, we need to know what ancient people ate. If you find cut marks in deer bones next to the remains of a Stone Age person, that's a big clue that deer was a part of that person's diet but any foods that they ate outside of the place they lived wouldn't leave any easy clues. Your body takes materials from food to grow and repair your body. Could ancient teeth and bones hold the clues we're looking for? All atoms of the same element have the same number of protons, but sometimes they can have different numbers of neutrons. We call these isotopes. By keeping track of isotope ratios, you can learn a lot. Often, scientists use nitrogen isotope ratios from collagen to study food webs. But collagen doesn't always last very long, and on some sites we don't have enough to study Neanderthals. We needed another, surer method. We knew that tooth enamel lasts a very long time. Could isotope ratios in tooth enamel help us solve the mystery of what Neanderthals ate? Here is a photo of a reconstruction of a Neanderthal man. Methods. We collected samples of tooth enamel from one Neanderthal individual and from many animals. The teeth came from a cave called Cueva de los Moros in the Pyrenees Mountains near the town of Gabasa, Spain. In figure one, you can see the samples in our study came from a cave near Gabasa and the Pyrenees Mountains in Spain. On the left, you can see the entrance to the cave covered partly in brush. On the right, you can see a map of Europe with the location of Gabasa shown by a red marker. We chose a variety of species so that we could compare the Neanderthal individual to carnivores, omnivores, and herbivores. We calculated isotope ratios by measuring the amount of one isotope compared to another. We did this for nitrogen 15 and 14, carbon 13 and 12, oxygen 18 and 16, and zinc 66 and 64. To make sure that the samples were not contaminated from the soil, we measured the amounts of iron, magnesium, and aluminum. These elements are common in soil, but not in teeth. Samples that had too much of these elements are probably contaminated, so we left those out of the analysis. Results. Our measurements of the zinc 66, often shortened to 66 as a superscript Zn, isotope ratios gave us a lot of information. We found that carnivores have lower zinc isotope ratios than herbivores, herbivores from different environments had different zinc isotope ratios, hyenas have higher zinc isotope ratios than other carnivores which we think is because they eat bones. Cave bears have zinc isotope ratios that are similar to rabbits, deer, and chamois, which is an animal a bit like a goat or an antelope. The Neanderthal individual had very low zinc isotope ratios, which tells us that they ate a very meat-heavy diet. As we expected, there was not enough collagen in the tooth samples to calculate isotope ratios for nitrogen. In Figure 2, you can see we measured zinc-66 isotope ratios in carnivores, omnivores, and herbivores. The Neanderthal individual had a lower zinc-66 isotope ratio than all of the animals we measured. On the x-axis of the graph, you can see the different animals that were measured. Each icon is labeled in the legend on the right, and data points for each type of animal are color-coded. Red for carnivores, purple for omnivores, and green for herbivores. On the y-axis, you can see the zinc-66 isotope ratio. Looking at the graph, what other animals are similar to each other? Which kinds of animals are most similar to the Neanderthal? Discussion. The ratios of the zinc isotopes, which we can express as ZN66 divided by ZN64, tell us more about the Neanderthal individual than just the fact that they ate a lot of meat. Isotope ratios help us know how an organism fits in the food web, An animal that only eats plants will have different amounts of some isotopes than an animal that only eats meat. Different animal species have different zinc isotope ratios based on where they live and what they eat. There are also differences between different parts of the same animal. Blood and bone have higher zinc 66 to zinc 64 isotope ratios than muscles or organ meats. That's why we saw high zinc-66 to zinc-64 isotope ratios in hyenas. Cave bears, on the other hand, have very similar zinc-66 to zinc-64 isotope ratios to herbivores because they tend to eat more plants than meat. So, why might this Neanderthal individual have had such a low zinc-66 to zinc-64 isotope ratio? We looked at many possibilities. We know from the amount of animal bones found at Gabasa that Neanderthals often hunted deer and rabbits. Deer and rabbits already tend to have lower zinc-66 isotope ratios than other herbivores. We think it might be that this individual preferred to eat the muscle meat and liver of these animals and didn't eat the bones or blood. In contrast, lynxes swallow and partially digest rabbit bones, and foxes and wolves gnaw on bones. That's why the other carnivores had higher zinc-66 isotope ratios, even though other carnivores ate some of the same animals as Neanderthals. Conclusion Our results show that tooth enamel isotope ratios can tell us a lot about Stone Age food webs. This is exciting because tooth enamel is much more likely to be preserved in ancient samples than other materials. We think that the methods we used will be helpful for studying many other sites. We think our methods will help us learn a lot more about what ancient humans ate. Sometimes, the normal way of solving a problem just doesn't work, but that doesn't mean there's no way to solve the problem. By trying out new ideas, you can find new solutions. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.